Pulling up to Mickey D's just for drinks? Oh yeah, that's me. Nothing extra, just perfection and a straw. Coming in hot for the coldest cups on the block. Because there are drinks. Then there are drinks from McDonald's. Mix things up with any size lemonade or sweet tea for $1.49. Perfect with our classic fries. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Mino Lion Media presents Business First. Hi, all, and welcome to a new episode of Business First with Sonia Aline. I am your host. And today we are going to talk about delegating, which is something that I have throughout my entire professional career have had challenges with and now as an entrepreneur um, still have challenges with. And so the, the person that we have today with us in the studio is going to help us figure out, number one, why we struggle with delegating and more importantly, how we can get through it. And so if you are challenged, this is going to be the show for you. But it's important to remember that delegation is a skill. And so if you struggle, it's important for you to understand. And so um, Kyla Thorpe, who is the vice president, chief operating officer for the Foundation for Sickle Cell Research in Hollywood, Florida, is also the author of an amazing ebook called Do It All Without Actually Doing It All, How to Train Your Team and Delegate for success. And what's incredible about her journey in creating this book and seeing how it actually worked for herself is from 2017 to 2022, she saw a 500% improvement in activity in her workspace. And so that's what we are fascinated um, and excited to learn about, Kyla. Thank you so much for joining us. Uh, on this platform, you have a busy schedule, so I'm excited that you were able to take some time out and and train us and help us with this challenge that most of us are are working through. How are you? I'm doing well, Sonia. How are you? Very good, very good. So let's start with when I saw the 500% increase. Uh, that really jumped out at me because we all know that delegation is important. Everybody will agree that delegation is important. Um, most people will say that they know that they need to do it more. But tell us a little bit about your process. That Because what I want to say, too, for people who I am encouraging to, to get this ebook is you really, the way you've set it up, it's easy to read because a lot of people are thinking, oh, I don't have time to read another book. So it's easy to read. And you seem to, to have identified, you know, the, the thinking and the space that people are in before they would actually purchase a book like this. And so what was what was going on in your journey that you realized that I need this, but I also need to share this with other folks? Yes. So in my journey, um, when I started at the Foundation for Sickle Cell Disease Research, I was the public relations specialist. And, you know, I had those kind of um, tasks I was doing, more public relations, writing, those kind of things. And with our president, she um, could see that I could do more. And I started to receive more and more tasks and I had more responsibility and all those things. And it was in the midst of me becoming the chief operating officer that I just started to feel um, burnout, essentially. You know, I was, I would literally have panic attacks. I couldn't sleep at night. Um, just I was feeling health problems and it, I just wasn't feeling in control and I didn't feel right for my role. And 
I got to a point where I was like, okay, how do people in this position become effective? What are they doing? And then, you know, just read online, look up stuff, watch videos. And I found out that they were documenting and delegating. And so that's what I figured out I needed to do to be successful in my role. Right. So I'm glad you brought that up because you 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 um, dedicate a, a significant portion of the book to focus on discovery mm-hmm. and documentation. And can yeah. you explain what discovery is? Because I, I actually really liked that part of, of the book because I think it's a part of, of your, your process that many of us take for granted. And so if you could explain the importance of discovery. Yeah. So, I mean, process discovery just essentially is looking at a process seeing if it makes sense for your company. Is it profitable? First of all, sometimes processes are actually not profitable, so you should probably stop doing them. Um, And then you have to see how much time it's taking. You have to see um, even what kind of tools you're using. Are they the best tools? Do you need to try something else? Sometimes it's even using less tools because especially in our current uh, automated world, so many things, people like over tool and have too many things going on and you need to actually simplify. Um, so before I document a process, I actually make sure it is effective, it's profitable and it makes sense for the company's growth. And so the documentation, um, the discovery and the documentation, explain to people who might say, oh, now she's giving me another process that I've got to do. Um, I'm, you know, the reason that I'm, I'm feeling overwhelmed is because I have all these processes or I have all these jobs that I can't complete. And now she's giving me another process. But explain why documentation is so important to alleviate all of these challenges that that plague most of us. Well, once you document something, it's done. It's documented. And that was something I remember, right? So my first experience, um, I was preparing for an event. A lot was going on. And, you know, I was freaking out because I was trying to do something. And it was a colleague who she kind of saw what I was doing. And she happens to also have an MBA. And she was like, why don't you just delegate that out? And I was like, I don't know, because that person's not going to do it right. And, you know, I need to do it. I'm not going to wait for her to do it. And I'm going to redo it again. And she was like, okay, just... Kyla, let's go through this process. We're going to literally write down each step. And even as simple as, okay, click here, open this tab, click this button, scroll down, like that level, like going that detailed. And I did that. And then I, I printed out the document for my assistant at the time. And I gave it to her. And she actually followed the steps. And she did it correctly. And she did it correctly on the first time. And I didn't have to like repeat myself. I wasn't worried. And just all of that to say that once you finally document that process, you don't have to document it again or refigure it out again or reteach somebody. It's like, oh, here it is. And that right. was the last time I had to explain that process to somebody. Right. And so I, I, I chuckled when you said, you know, she actually followed the document because I think that's always our big fear in delegating is that, you know, I can tell someone to do someone something or I can show someone to do something, but are they actually going to get it done the way I need to do it? And so you said you have to be very specific in the details that you put into the documentation. And I guess the rest of it is you have to trust the people that you've actually hired to do the work. And so was that difficult for you to do as well, that I can actually trust these people that if I document something, like I've got to be able to let go at some point and know that they can get this done? Um, Yeah, no, initially it was very difficult 
because I was still unsure. I just didn't know. I'm like, wow, I'm handing off this project that technically I'm responsible for, you know, and uh, I just felt like, oh, my God, like, are they going to actually do it? Are they going to do it well? Um, But I think just the more I kept doing it, kind of I just kept flexing that muscle that it just now the trust feels natural, you know, so that's how I got over that. And so and it is so it is a muscle that you mm-hmm. have to build in terms of the, the processes that you're going to create and then the actual just trusting that everything is going to um, happen. So this whole process that you've developed has also allowed you to and, and I think that's what's important for people to understand, too. So the delegating has allowed you a lot more free time, which has allowed you to be a lot more productive in the areas that you want to work on. Can you share, um, you know, the process about the process of how you feel about that and, and what you've been able to accomplish now that you have more free time? Yes. So when I was trying to just do doing it all, I was literally doing it all. You know, I would be, I would wake up probably at five o'clock in the morning to start work at home. Then I would get to work, keep working. Then I would leave work, work again in the evening. Then work was starting to get into my weekends. And then I was just working all the time. I had even pulled all-nighters at certain points just because I had deadlines I had to hit. And once I got into this really good groove of documenting and delegating, then it was like, oh, I can actually end the day at 5 o'clock or 5.30 and go home and make dinner and play with my three cats and do other stuff. (laughs) And on the weekends, I can just be like, okay, it's Saturday. I can do a yoga class and go to the park, go to brunch with a friend. It's it's not, I'm not thinking about, oh, I have to, I'm going to go to brunch and then I'm going to go home and submit this report at six o'clock on Saturday night. And so by documenting and delegating, I was actually to regain my life and find my work-life harmony. So is the documenting, can that be an overwhelming task in itself, because if you're thinking about all of the different processes that a company may have to, to deal with, uh, what advice would you offer for someone who says, well, I've got a lot of processes. There are a lot of things I need to delegate and I'm already feeling overwhelmed. I mean, you have to take it piece by piece. You know, I wouldn't say um, try and document an entire process of throwing a whole event in one go, you know, you start small. This is how we go for a contract. This is how we negotiate. This is how we get certain rates. This is how we set up, you know, X, Y, and Z, like pieces of an event, for example. So I think you need to, whatever that process or that project is, you know, you can break it down into different sections and that's where you figure out, okay, I'll start here. Now I'll go here. And you just go one step at a time. One of the things I like also in your book is that you offer an explanation in terms of why documentation is so important. So um, you say it helps in several ways. And one of them that struck me, which is really important, is it keeps you have it as a living company, right? Which means that the company can move on, can exist and function without you. And that's really important for entrepreneurs. Can you talk a little bit about that and some of the other ways that documentation can really support an entrepreneur in this process? Well, I think one thing that 
for entrepreneurs, it can be difficult because when they start a business, you know, it's like a baby for them and they're very committed to it. They're going to stick with it. And you can have a team that will start at the beginning with you and they may be with you forever, but a number of people are just usually not going to stay with you that whole way through. And the unfortunate piece of that is if someone, let's say you have someone who's really great, they do whatever they're doing amazingly, and you hope they're with you forever. And then one day they're like, oh, I'm moving or I'm leaving or, you know, all kind of stuff happens for better or worse. People leave the company and your process now is walking out the door and leaving you. And now you're hiring someone else. And you're like, oh, I, well, I want them to do it like that person I just left, but they're gone. They're not available. They can't train. They can't help. And now you're in a position of having to refigure out this process all over again, trying to teach someone. They're trying to do it to the best of their ability or from their perspective. And that's where, for me, I just, I'm like, I can't live like this. <laughs> like, we can find great people. And I hope that they're always with us forever. But we still have to have our processes for our company that are held to our standards so we know it's right every time mm -hmm. and all the time. Absolutely. And so you also mentioned that in, in your answer, you talked about the importance of hiring and training as well. So if you already have a document, the fact that this person has left, to your point, it's not going to hurt this new person coming in. She's not living up to a, a, an unreasonable expectation. The documentation is right there for that person to be able to um, follow through. Yep, that's correct. <laughs> okay. Um, there's also a breakdown in the book where you, you are, which I think is also a, a great aspect of this publication as well, is you have a list of things for if this book is perfect for you. Um, mm -hmm. And what, what are some of those things? Like what would be a, this book is gonna be perfect for you if you fall into these areas? <laughs> I mean, this right, this book is perfect for you if you, every time you open your email, you feel fluttering in your chest. <laughs> or this book is perfect for you where I just remember I would see people approach me in the office and I could just feel my heart sink because I knew they had so many <laughs> questions and now I had to drop what I was doing to help them. And it's for those people where when you're just feeling that uneasy feeling at work, that really should not be there. And I think sometimes as a culture, we are like, oh, the Sunday scaries and those kind of things. Like, mm -hmm. no, that doesn't have to exist. You can actually go to work, feel happy, feel good during the day and feel accomplished at the end of the day. Right. And, but so you also say, though, that this book may be a little challenging for you if what are some of those <laughs> ifs? <laughs> well, if you don't have a team to delegate to, um, I mean, right. obviously, there's a portion that you can still document your processes. But if you don't have anyone to actually delegate to, then it's like, okay, I'm still sitting here doing everything alone. <laughs> um, so that, yeah, that's, that's one piece. And then the other um, element that will be hard for you is if you just never make the time to discover your process, to see if it's profitable, to see if it's productive, and then take that time to actually write out the steps. You have to make that time for it right now. So that in the future, you don't have to spend time, you know, having to re-explain stuff, redo stuff. You have to take that time now. Yeah. What What are some of the biggest lessons that you think that you've learned in the process of creating this book? Not only just creating the book, but implementing the steps that you created in the book. I mean, the biggest lesson is 
through processes, you gain your life back, I would say, you know, um, I don't know if I even have thought about that intensely. <laughs> um, I mean, the biggest lesson, yeah, you have to document, you have to, you have to build a great team, which that's a whole other thing in itself. And that can be very difficult. Mm-hmm. Um, and you have to delegate out and that's mm-hmm. how you're going to get your peace of mind back. What has been some of the, have you gotten any feedback from people who either tried some of the things that you are suggesting, or at least just, I haven't tried anything yet, but um, I'm excited to based on the content in the book. What kind of feedback have you gotten? Well, funny thing actually with our president, every time now she'll <laughs> she'll kind of like overwhelm herself for a second. And then she'll say to herself, like, oh, let me delegate. I had to delegate. Because even her, you know, her company is her baby that she started. So there's so many things mm-hmm. she wants to keep doing and keep to herself. And she's like, no, I have other people here. They can help me. And she'll even make cute little guides, like typed up emails and those kind of things and send them out. And people actually do them. And she's like, wow. Even like she'll leave one day. She left at three o'clock to get her nails done. You were like, <laughs> wow, look at her. <laughs> um. You have an impressive background. You have a master's in liberal arts with an emphasis in sociology. You have a bachelor's in science um, in communications which, with a focus of, in public relations, minors in journalism and entrepreneurship. Uh, it sounds like you're going to be doing or you're going to be interested in doing a lot more maybe writing, teaching, training. Uh, what, what more can we expect uh, in terms of help <laughs> based on the lessons and, and based on your, your background and experience. Yes. So next I'm working on a course based off of this ebook. So it'll be more, more in depth, expanded. I'll have videos of me talking through certain experiences. So that's next. And then after that, I'm actually working on a hiring ebook. I don't know if it'll be how to hire, you know, I don't know the exact title yet, but it'll be focused on hiring and actually building that really great team that you can delegate to. So those are my next things coming up. Okay. Well, then we absolutely have to have you back because that is another challenge that entrepreneurs face regularly is is the team, right? Hiring the right people. So uh, thank you so much for all of your information. How can people follow you, follow the organization? The organization itself is doing great work. How can we support that? And how can we purchase your ebook? Well, yes, I want to say again, thank you so much for having me here. And I really appreciate speaking with you today. Um, My website is www.kylathorpe.com. So K-Y-L-A-T-H-O-R-P-E.com. And with the organization, it's the Foundation for Sickle Cell Disease Research. That website is www.f as in Frank, S as in Sam, C as in Cat, D as in Dog, R as in Romeo.org, O-R-G. Okay. Any socials for us to follow? Oh, yes. Forgot the most important part. (laughs) Uh, Okay. So you can literally, if you search my name, Kyla Thorpe on any platform, I'll come up. So that's how you can find me. Okay, great. And how can we purchase your book? On my website. On your website. Okay, absolutely. On kylathorpe.com. Okay. And again, the name is Do It All Without Actually Doing It All, How to Train Your Team and Delegate for Success by Kyla Thorpe. Thank you so much for being here. We look forward to having you again. So let us know, please, when you finish your next book or whatever projects that you are working on that you need support. We'd love to continue supporting you in that way.
Thank you, Sonia. Thank you so much. I really appreciate that. You are welcome. And thank you all for listening. We'll be back again next week with another great guest. Take care. The Business First Podcast is hosted and produced by Sonia Lee. Associate producer, Ariel Mancibo. Executive producer, Ken Johnson. Find the Business First Podcast on Apple Podcasts, Stitcher, Spotify, Amazon Music, iHeartRadio, or wherever you get your podcasts. And on social at business underscore first underscore podcast on IG. The Business First Podcast is a mean old line media production. Pulling up to Mickey D's just for drinks? Oh yeah, that's me. Nothing extra, just perfection and a straw. Coming in hot for the coldest cups on the block. Because there are drinks. Then there are drinks from McDonald's. Mix things up with any size lemonade or sweet tea for $1.49. Perfect with our classic fries. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba.